Um, Stu, we got to get, uh, I don't know if you you know this, but there's a, there was a raid happening, I think, this morning uh, with the FBI uh, again at, uh, at uh, Joe Biden's place. I mean, I, what yeah. is happening? What it's is so happening? strange. Yeah, and, and it's funny because, like, I, as much as, like, if you're going to raid Donald Trump's house over the stuff, you probably should raid Joe mm-hmm. Biden's house over the stuff. Right. Though I will say the precedent of the FBI raiding sitting and former president's homes is Strange. not a good one. Not a no. good one. No. Mm-mm. Uh, so we get uh, Jason on this, who's been watching it this morning. Also, uh, there was al- already another raid at Joe Biden's house that you never heard about. Never heard of it. Happened in November. The White House, we're being completely transparent, lied, lied to the American people. Is anybody going to care? Does anyone care about any of this stuff? I think the answer is yes, but we don't think anything's going to be done. Back in a minute. sick twisted freak welcome to wednesday uh there's some updates on the secret document scandal uh and also more is coming out about hunter biden that is extraordinarily disturbing how much is america gonna take before it stands up and says this has to be addressed how much more we begin in 60 seconds Hey, I've got good news for you. First of all, let me tell you, several of America's largest banks are teaming up to create something that they call a digital wallet. Wow. It takes all of them to get together to create this. This is cutting edge technology. So this digital wallet will compete with something called Apple Pay. Uh Uh-huh. Really? Why are you guys why are you guys doing that? Exactly. It's being run by a company. I'm not calling I'm not kidding you. Being run by a company called Early Warning Services. Oh, that doesn't that doesn't sound shady or spooky in the slightest. Um, maybe we should probably look into this. It, the project involves Wells Fargo, JP Morgan Chase, and Bank of America, which all have, you know, something else in common. They've all been fined billions of dollars a year for allegedly ripping off consumers. So nothing to see here, gang. Nothing to see here. Maybe they're testing these newfangled digital wallets, you know, um, even though they own the companies that provide the services, they're creating a new one for complete control of everybody's dollars i'm 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 not not sure have you considered spreading out your risk and uh putting some of your money not in dollars because the dollar is we're now cut off on the petro dollar 
uh, Saudi Arabia. Nobody's talking about it. Saudi Arabia just said, nah, you know what? Petrodollars. We'll take anything. We'll take clams if you want oil. Oh, that's going to be good. That's going to be really good. Please understand gold, silver, precious metals should be an important part of anything that you have. At 10% of anything that you have. Please. Goldline is offering a huge special now on their newest quarter ounce gold uh, round. It is 99.9% pure. It's the 400th anniversary of the Mayflower. Oh, this will make you popular with the cool kids. 400th anniversary of the Pilgrims and the Mayflower. It's happening this week. Every tube of 25 acquired, you're going to receive a five-pack of Goldline's exclusive two-ounce silver Maple Flex bars. No additional cost. $400 in value of free metals. Just for being a listener of this program, call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. All right. Jason uh, Batrill, who has uh, a update for us. Jason, um, give me uh, give me the update on what is happening now with Joe Biden and the FBI. Hello, Glenn. Well, I'm sure everyone's seeing this all over Twitter, and there's like aerial cams from helicopters going over uh, President Biden's house right now, and they're live streaming the FBI raiding his house, uh, looking for these classified documents. Did everyone see that? No. They're not treating it uh, the same way that they did. And this is amazing. They, they've been in their house. Uh, sources told CNBC, I think, were the first to report this. It was a very small story. Uh, I didn't hardly hmm. see anyone reporting on it. Um, but they've been there. They, they, the FBI just recently uh, took a look at his uh, D.C. think tank office. That took them around 12 hours. Uh, so I'm assuming they're going to be there probably all day. Um, this is really unprecedented. And uh, Stu mentioned this earlier, what they're opening this up, the precedent that it opens up here. And the reason why is because you're looking at a, uh, a weaponized Department of Justice and FBI. And I think when you look at this on a timeline, I think this, was, this uh, is covering up as one of the biggest election interferences in American history. Um, can I explain that, Glenn? <laughs> yes. Can you? Um, I can. So I, when we first heard about this, when the timeline started become materializing, um, the Biden's lawyers found classified docs at the D, uh, D.C. think tank office on November 2nd. Um, why did we not hear anything then? Because that was in the, in the very middle of the hoopla surrounding Trump and the raid of Mar-a-Lago. Why didn't we hear about this update? Well, just six days later with the midterms, they couldn't let it go because what we all know is that the raid of Mar-a-Lago was just a big political stunt. That's all it was. They were losing hardcore in the polls. They knew that they were about to take a big defeat in the midterms. They needed a whammy. And that whammy was the raid on Donald Trump's house. That's what it was. We all knew what it was. Now we're seeing it materialize. That's exactly what was going on. Well, one day later, the DOJ on November 9th, the DOJ and the FBI decided, you know what? I think we should look at these classified documents found in his home. I think maybe it could have been a violation of federal law. We're going to look into it. Oh, really? A day after the midterms? Now you're going to decide? But because of the slow drip process, we didn't even hear about that. We only just now heard about that just a few weeks ago. And now well, that the FBI there's... is now moving on some of these places, we're starting to see that the FBI is completely boxed in. They've been caught. They were outed in this scheme to, to work with the Democrats, to, to tank Republicans, to tank Donald Trump. And now they're like, OK, well, crud, we have to move. We have to do a raid. We have to get involved and show that, hey, at least we're taking this seriously. Will they eventually in the end? 
highly doubt it because this has been a sham since the beginning. All right. So here's the here's the, a couple of questions. First, um, you didn't touch on what CBS News has just reported that the FBI conducted another undisclosed search of the Penn Biden Center back in November. I think that uh, you might have just mentioned that in in um, in passing here. They yeah. they knew that the uh, that these uh, were in existence. They knew this was a problem, but they go and they raid it and the White House hasn't ever talked about it. The White House is telling America that they're very, very transparent. They're cooperating 100 percent. Who is shutting down the information? Who is yeah. who is there a single journalist that would like to win? Well, you're not going to win a Pulitzer because you have to lie to win one of those. Is there anybody that cares enough about the truth, no matter where it falls, that they're going to tell the truth? No, nah, I mean, we just found out about that raid that you just mentioned so this week. We found out about it this week. It happened way back then. I mean, you remember when all of this, it was like almost kind of like a, a drip process when they went to move on Trump. Remember, the, yes. remember how yeah, yeah. investigative these journalists were being? They were looking at torn up notes and, to- and toilet bowls. That, that, that's like, they're like, oh, exclusive. We found these torn up notes. Look how careless he is. Then we start finding out about these classified docs at Mar-a-Lago. And that's the links they were willing to go. All of this stuff, like you have lawyers involved within the Biden administration. You have the DOJ involved, the FBI involved. Going back months and not a single journalist knew a thing about it. All right. So, of course, that's not true. So, um, Jason, tell me, what do you think is happening? Why would the FBI be raiding his house yet again? Why would they be doing this today? Well, I seriously think that, I mean, this could point toward, because we, we know that it was a two-pronged uh, reason for raiding uh, Mar-a-Lago and Donald Trump. One, uh, it, was a heck of a, it, was a, it was a heck of a pre-October surprise for the midterm election. That's one. I think that was one of the biggest things. The second, they actually wanted to prosecute him. They, they did not want him to, to run for president again the next election. That, that was a big thing. Now, I don't think that anyone on the left wants Joe Biden to run again in 2024. I, I, I do not think they want him. He's vulnerable now, but so is Trump. I, I think right now they're kind of like gambling. Well, yes, we open them both up to prosecution. They'll, they'll, they'll both be vulnerable. But do we care? No, nah, I don't think they care. I, I think they, now they're, they're kind of like cutting their, you know, their losses and they're looking towards who actually they can find that's electable. I don't think they have too many people that are electable. But I think that they see the vulnerability of Joe Biden. That's a bonus you, for them. And they're going to continue th- with the vulnerability of, uh, of Donald Trump. They're going to make an this example. Is this is banana republic. This is banana republic stuff. Oh, you yeah. don't go in and raid a sitting president's home. You don't do it. We've never, ever done anything like this. We've never did it with Donald Trump. Now they're going and raiding a sitting president's home. That's fine if we had a Justice Department that we trusted. But we don't. We know they're not after real justice. So that leads you to what is what is it that they're after? This becomes extraordinarily dangerous for a republic. If your Justice Department is corrupt and the deep state is in charge and they can just take any president and go into their house and uh, raid it and uh, charge him on things that Hillary Clinton didn't go to jail for, 
Nobody went. I can't believe I'm actually kind of defending Joe Biden here um, because I'm defending the process. You should have done this from the beginning. Now they're using this as a political tool, I fear, because the biggest tool is Hunter Biden. And the things that are coming out about Hunter Biden are really, really damaging. Um, it looks we What was it yesterday, Jason? We had the story about uh, Hunter's um, uh, Hunter setting up the biotech labs, the bioweapons labs in uh, Ukraine. He was the guy who helped start that and helped fund that. What's that all about? I mean, I think the, the, the further we start seeing that, that, the Ukraine stuff, the business dealings with Hunter Biden and the rest of his family, and why they were so like hyper focused on Ukraine, and why now they are so hyper focused on making yeah. sure that you know everything is secure there. Uh, you know, they they got to make sure that you know all of those skeletons are completely buried. I don't even think that we're. I, I thought we probably haven't even scratched the surface. I mean, we we've covered Burisma in detail. Now we're getting hints of this. Those are the things we know. What do we not know that they had their fingers in? I mean, this is getting absolutely insane. I, you know, the thing that bothers me so much is the amount of money that has gone over there. Because yeah. we know most of it has not gone to the front lines. We, we've had people on the front lines who have verify this. We're not seeing an influx of things. Where, where are all those things going? You're seeing um, 10 politicians had to step down because they were taking the aid and funneling it towards their families, et cetera, et cetera. 10 politicians. We're not monitoring anything. And I think this is a huge uh, payoff. Did you see that it was, what was it, $2.5 billion, they say, uh, was given out uh, during the PPP program that shouldn't have been given out, all went to corruption? $2.5 billion. Do you know politically what could be done with a billion dollars, $10 billion? If this money is being funneled nefarious places, which is the only way dirty money ever goes, it's not like it goes to the church. This money is being funneled somewhere. Where? Who is using that money for what kind of a global campaign? Where's that money's influence being felt? We need to know this. Uh, Jason, um, are, is your, uh, is it your belief at this point that the government is going to move on Joe Biden more than this? Well, I, I kind of do because I, I, I don't think that I don't really see an out for the DOJ and FBI on this. I, I, I really don't. I mean, they've, they've already, you know, the grenade they dropped with Trump. And now all the revelations that are coming out about Biden, I just don't see how they can. I mean, they're going to try and minimize uh, and, you know, make it seem more benign what, what Biden did. Um, I, uh, I, I saw that uh, in, in just some of the early reporting on the raid to, or the, the FBI search today, they were trying to say that, you know, oh, Joe Biden is in full cooperation with the FBI, and, you know, more than happy to let the FBI search his home today. Um, there's no difference between that and what Donald Trump did. He was right. in cooperation with the FBI. He allowed them access. They went and looked. They searched through the file folders, looked at everything, and said, hey, Mr. President, you should probably put a padlock on that door. Okay, so he did it. What is the difference? 
really, what what is the difference? There is no difference, but you can already see them. You, you know, they're calling their shot right now that they're going to try and make this look more benign. Um, they'll probably end up saying that, okay, we, we find no criminality here. For some weird magic trick, we find criminality with Donald Trump. But in the end, they're both, uh, they're both vulnerable um, with the ultimate so goal. So do you think that there's a... Do you think there's a chance that this is because this is what I'm hearing from people. The left is done with uh, the Bidens. And so now this is all coming from the deep state and they're just going to destroy him and his family. Yeah. And and Glenn, just a real quick point on just how deep this deep state is, is right now and how much they are outing themselves. I mean, just look at the DOJ and the FBI. Look at what they did to the the pro life activists. You know, the um, hook was just uh, exonerated. But can but can you believe that that the DOJ actually they knew they did not have a case, Clint. They knew they did not have a case. They knew how flimsy it was. He wasn't even blocking that entrance. The, this other activist went towards a uh, uh, hook, um, basically ran him down the street. Uh, and then he had, uh, as, as per in the court, the Planned Parenthood CEO admitted that this guy had those issues before he had been confronting uh people out on the street which they're told not to do before so the the doj knew they didn't have a case but what did they do they still went because it was retaliation they their flagship banner issue roe v wade had gotten overturned so they wanted to deliver a gut punch had nothing to do with justice but they are weaponized i mean this on top of what's going on with biden and trump right now there's the deep state right there they are fully weaponized and they're coming after you yeah, and that's that's what disturbs me. Yesterday, we had um, a guy who filed a lawsuit here in Texas against the ATF on uh, the um, uh, what do you call them the the uh, stocks the collapsible collapsible stocks, but it's a um, what are they called the the pistols that can turn into rifles magically with the stabilizing oh, yeah. stock, um, and yeah. they the f or the ATF said that those are absolutely legal. They've been legal for years, blah, blah, blah. Now, through a stroke of a pen, not Congress or anything else, they decide that that's a felony to own one of those. In case you missed yesterday's podcast, um, we talked to the guy who was filing suit because yesterday was the day that it actually became uh, uh, a in the federal registry, which means it's now officially on the book. So the clock started running yesterday. You have 120 days before you're a felon. They they may not get away with this, but what they're doing when you say weaponizing, there's two things that people have to to understand. How a um, a national socialist kind of uh, takeover usually happens is they make so many things through regulation illegal that almost everybody's in violation of something, and then they apply pressure selectively to who they want to apply pressure. So if you have one of those um, one of those guns and you haven't filed in 120 days because you're waiting for the court to speak on it, what's going to happen to you? They will arrest you even if they know it, nothing's going to happen. They want to make people's lives miserable through the system. That way uh, they can control you even if it doesn't end up uh, that you have to be held in jail. The whole process is the real punishment. Uh, back on just a second, because we have some new information about Hunter Biden as well that is just 
Gosh, I don't know how people with a conscience actually uh, are, are navigating today's news and feeling good about it. All right, let me tell you, um, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's Tuttle Twins. Uh, no, wait, no, no, sorry. It's Preborn. This is great. Preborn is uh, a, uh, a sponsor of ours, and they came into my office a year, year and a half ago, and it's a ministry to save babies. And so it's all the money that they raised. I mean, it was like tithing money. It was God's money. And they come to me and they say, can you help? And I'm like, well, yeah, I think I can. Um, I think the audience will really appreciate it. I know I'm married into it. I've given. Um, And their goal was to save children. And with what Christ says to us about children in millstones, uh, I can't imagine anything that would bring down more blessings and more protection uh, than uh, would saving his children from abortion, from sex slavery, from any of these things. And we need favor in the eyes of God. We need to be fighting his fight. So what we've done is we have teamed up uh, with uh, Preborn. And for $28, that's a cost of a dinner, you can sponsor five uh, or you can sponsor an ultrasound, five of them for 140. Why an ultrasound? This is why Planned Parenthood hates ultrasounds, because you have an 80 percent chance of actually uh, changing the mom's mind if she comes in wanting abortion. Make a donation now, even five bucks. Make a donation. Dial pound 250. Say the keyword baby. We have a goal of saving 70,000 children this year. It's pound 250, keyword baby, preborn.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay. We so apologize to all of our guests that we have been off and on again and uh, had to bump because of... uh, uh, technical reasons, but Sean Reyes uh, was bumped from earlier in the show, and he's made time to come back on with us. Um, he's going to be talking about something very, very positive. Uh, he is leading the way, along with 25 other states. These attorney generals are doing the hard work, and he is doing everything they can, along with 25 other states, to save your retirement. Wait until you hear this story and what's being done. It's a success story that you need to support. Back with Sean Reyes, the Attorney General from the great state of Utah, next. The Glenn Beck Program. Let's. Okay, let me uh, tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's Tunneled Towers. Out of the ashes of 9-11, Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been honoring America's heroes in doing good for the world ever since. If you haven't heard of them, uh, let me just explain quickly. They are an organization started after 9-11 that provides mortgage-free homes to families of fallen and severely injured veterans and first responders. Okay, They want to take care of the families. They'll be taking care of hundreds of Gold Star and Fallen First Responder families, providing them with homes this year. It was 500 last year. It's going to be a lot more than that, unfortunately, this year. They also travel around with um, a 9-11 memorial kind of museum, and they can bring it to schools. They bring it all across the country. 
and they teach our children about 9-11. They're not learning that. Please help Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Can you donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org? That's T, the number 2T.org. Tunnel to Towers. It's a great charity that we all need to pitch in and help if we can. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, the guy that I think should be the one to save America from the peril that is Mitt Romney uh, and primary him in Utah is uh, Sean Reyes. He is the Utah Attorney General, a good friend and a very good man. Uh, welcome to the program. Sean, how are you, sir? I'm doing so well, Glenn. How are you doing? Good. You know, we don't deal with snow in Texas like you do in Utah. So I, my apologies for the cancellation earlier. And we are just a uh, we're a city, at least Dallas is is like it's worse than it was with covid. Nobody can oh, move man. because of the ice on the streets. But um, so thank you for your patience, uh, Sean. Of course. Uh, there was something that the Biden administration announced in November um, and this is so insidious. Uh, and oh. Joe Biden said that he wanted regulation now to be able to force everybody's retirement fund into ESG style uh, f- um, uh, funds that could dramatically impact the uh, the retirement accounts of millions of Americans. You have put together 25 states, the attorney generals, and you have filed a lawsuit um, against the Biden administration and trying to get that repealed. Tell me about it. Yeah, Glenn, we've filed Utah versus Walsh with 24 other states, just like you said, because the Biden administration is trying to implement a rule that is immoral it is irresponsible and it is totally illegal and and the reason it's illegal uh, is that erisa which is the federal law that requires investment managers of private benefit plans like 401ks that you have that i have to pick investments based solely on financial reasons to benefit right. the plan and maximize value for beneficiaries that's their fiduciary Duty. We call it the exclusive purpose test. And this new Biden rule, which, by the way, as you said, they tried to sneaky, really sinister uh, pass this rule and hope that no one would would notice. Uh, kind of like they did um, the last time we had to sue the Department of Labor on OSHA vaccine mandates. You remember that. And we took yep. that to the Supreme Court and won. Mm-hmm. And we'll do the same here if we need to, because this is yet another existential threat from ESG. So this new Biden rule allows asset managers for these plans to abandon their fiduciary duty and become instead woke investment activists for for ESG. Glenn, this rule puts at risk over $12 trillion. Oh my gosh. $12 trillion of private retirement funds for 152 million hardworking 
Americans. The whole civilian workforce in America, Glenn, is 165 million at last count. So it just shows you the scale of the impact that this rule would have. And and again, it, it weaponizes and politicizes the role of asset managers at a time when 401ks are already taking major hits due to the economic downturns and high inflation from this administration. It, so, it is insane, Len. So, Sean, this doesn't mandate that they they have to buy ESGs. It just allows them to uh, yeah. to put aside their fiduciary responsibility, which is insane. Insane. Yeah, you're right. It, it doesn't mandate. And it's funny that you say it that way, because that was the defense that the DOL administration uh, put forth for why this, this is still uh, acceptable. We're not mandating illegal conduct. We're only allowing <laughs> illegal conduct. Yeah. It's, it's perverse the way that they, that they put it forward. Was, oh, okay, well, uh, as long as it's not mandated, uh, it, it's okay. But we, we've seen the reality is, and, and you've talked about this on your show a lot, and thank you. God bless you for being such a voice of reason a loud voice in pushing back on this ESG um, insanity because ESG funds are largely underperforming and they aren't getting us close they to are. the net zero. Um, they, they should be looking at, by the way, technologies that are actually profitable and don't cause more environmental impact. You have one right now in your state and mine. It's a, it's a Utah-based company. I'm going to throw it out. You can have them on the show another time. But Omnis Energy is about to make a huge announcement in Texas about really clean energy that'll give U.S. the energy dominance it, it deserves. And many of Texas's most prominent business leaders are committed to this technology. So I'm teasing it a little bit. But you, oh, you I think I know what this thing. is. When do they announce that? <laughs> it's coming. It's coming in, in, within uh, days or weeks. Uh, and you know some of the principles. And, oh, I, th- this um, is really... This this is going to be an exciting announcement. This is going to be really yeah. good. Uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll let you in on that um, on the show. I've I've known about this for a couple of months and been waiting and waiting and waiting. Uh, and I'm yeah. I'm excited to hear that I, it's I wanna, actually. I don't want to take their thunder. No. And, and I know, and, but but um, you know what? There there, Glenn. There are other technical reasons, and I just want to throw this out to any of the lawyers out there who who are questioning. Okay, what what is the basis and why? Is it illegal in addition to it violating um, the fiduciary responsibilities? Um, there, there are other factors. It violates the major questions doctrine um, because it has vast economic impact, and the DOL actually doesn't have the authority to do this. It's arbitrary and capricious. And it also, another thing that we didn't really talk about a lot is that it allows proxy voting, again, in a way that, prevents them from or requires them from um, from living up to their fiduciary responsibilities. So there's a proxy element here, too, which is another aspect of ESG that is pernicious. Um, and, and again, it's so brazen. This 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 audacity of woke is is unbelievable. Right. Um, you know, <laughs> Sean, I, I will tell you, we have been fighting ESG with ESG legislation um uh through wall builders um and david barton and you know i've been up at different states talking about it and and they have 
really mounted an effort in, I think, about 30 states are considering legislation. Um, I have been working with another organization uh, for the last, I mean, we've been working with them for at least eight months, but we found out some things that, um, that they were doing to undermine the protection for the people. And uh, just a quick side note, I'm going to be making an announcement about that very well-known foundation um, and what they've been doing. We've tried to give them several months uh, to uh, clarify and rectify the problem. They haven't. And uh, tomorrow's program, I'm going to be telling you something quite shocking and very, very disappointing on a um, on a foundation that uh, is has a long legacy and heritage uh, that uh, you're going to be disappointed in. Anyway, um, so let me ask you. Let me ask you on the ESG front: Is anyone that you know protecting? Because this is the this is the problem with this. This hurts everybody, including the little guy. Okay, this is not just the energy sector. This is everybody, especially the little guy is going to get hurt on this. Um, are you seeing any real forward momentum at all on protecting the little guy in the S and the G? Or is still are people still just worried about the E? No, absolutely. And we've pushed back on some of the S and the G. And, and let me talk about that before I do. Thank you for your partnership with David. He is doing, he's a warrior out there. And, and the work that you all are doing, Glenn, you deserve credit um, with the legislatures is important. And Congress has a role to play. And they're, they're trying to push back through a resolution. But the AGs, I, I, speaking of warriors, and you have an incredible one there in Texas, my colleague, Ken Paxton, he is yeah. co-filing this with me. So, I, so Texas... Uh, Louisiana, Jeff Landry, and the Commonwealth of Virginia, Jason Miares, and all these other AGs, they're the ones you call us often the last line of defense, and we are pushing back for the little guy, not just on the E, but on the S and the G. There was not too long ago an insurance issue that came up, which they were trying to pass a law that would require the insurance company to violate numerous state laws in the guise of being more diverse, right? And and it actually would require the insurance company, this rule, to consider race in terms of assessing right. risk and, right. and issuing insurance, which blatantly on its face violates a number of state laws. So we pushed back on that. So people think that the ESG is only the E. There's definitely the S and the G part of it. And we'll, we'll continue as AGs to push back on all of that because as you said so eloquently it hurts the little guy it hurts everyone and i want to so, be clear glenn we're, we're not saying you you can't invest your money your own money yeah and be a social it. warrior and activist we're saying yep. when you have a fiduciary duty to invest other people's money you can't do that right right um can you can you help me on one thing unrelated to this Sean, the uh, rule went in two days ago now for the pistol braces. And the ATF says, if you have a gun with pistol braces, you have to uh, apply for a tax stamp. And, you know, that that's a, a year-long process uh, if you're lucky. Um, but you are going to be a felon within 120 days, even if you're in the process of the tax stamp. Um, and so they're saying, turn your gun in. Well, I know a lot of people that have these guns. 
they were perfectly legal until they just decided to, you know, uh, uh, just change the regulation on their own. What what does the what should somebody do? I know there's a lawsuit that was just filed yesterday here in Texas, but should we wait for this to play out in the court? Should you what should you do? Are we going to be felons if you have those guns? Another assault on our Second Amendment um, rights. And, you know, I just I I was just at SHOT Show um, recently in Las Vegas, and we were talking about this, um, you know, many good American companies and and even um, uh, foreign companies that that support um, the Second Amendment. (laughs) Here here is, uh, I think, a practical um, solution, Glenn. If I were you in any state, uh, where you have a, a good attorney general who understands the um, the Constitution, I would reach out to their office and and ask for uh, advice and also see if they are um, joining us in being yeah. able to push back against these rules and encourage them to do that. Um, because, as you pointed out, the, the, the average citizen is now caught um, in this no man's land, and it's a, it's a precarious it's place good. to be. Yeah. Uh, my friend, um, thank you for for having me on. I know <laughs> it's no, no, no. crazy right now with the weather yeah. conditions, but I, I really so wanted to talk to you about um, the ESG and the Second Amendment issues and, and everything else going on there. You are an incredible uh, warrior well, and champion for us. Sean, I, I appreciate everything you're doing. You're really one of the good guys, and there's probably 15, 20 of them out there that are in as attorney generals that are just – Die hard, and you are one of the real leaders of that group, and I appreciate it. And uh, and good luck running against uh, Mitt Romney in the primary. Anyway, um, Sean Ray has the Attorney General for the great state of Utah. We'll talk again, my friend. Okay, uh, maybe he may not talk to me after that. Um, let me tell you about my Patriot Supply. It is freezing cold here in Texas. We haven't had a power outage. Apparently, the solar panels are still working here in Texas. Um, But last time we had it, somebody at my Patriot Supply was listening to the program, and I was worried about how are people cooking? How are people um, uh, heating their home uh, in this weather? And they started thinking about it, and they came up with something that is really, really good, safe, effective, and inexpensive. Um, and they call it Vesta. It just came out. This, they've been working on this for years now. It came out from My Patriot Supply. It'll let you heat your home or at least rooms of your home, cook your meals indoors, no toxic fumes or smoke. It runs on canned heat and it burns really super hot. Yet it's totally safe. You light the fuel and within really five minutes, it's hot enough to boil water and even heat a 200 square foot room to keep the family warm. It does it without smoke, without toxic fumes and without any danger. So go to preparewithglenn.com. Save $30 on the Vesta while this first batch uh, of supplies last. Uh, they are really, really revolutionary and yet simple. I mean, you kind of look at it and you're like, why didn't somebody think of this before? Preparewithglenn.com. Go there now. Preparewithglenn.com. That- the Glenn Back Program. Now, remember, uh, this program was accused by everyone on the left in all media of being conspiracy theorists because we told you ESG will come to your bank and your retirement and everything else. And we were called conspiracy theorists. Well, now 
all GOP senators in and Manchin as well are challenging uh, Biden's ESG climate investment rule. They are trying to shoot it down from the Senate. We'll watch and, and see what happens. There's another story as well. Heroin is no longer a crime in Vancouver. And they're trying to legalize heroin and fentanyl all across Canada. So no more problems are we going to be happening up in Canada? I'm sure. And also, don't forget, tonight, usually our Wednesday night special, we have to rerun um, a, uh, a special, The Farmland Wars, Global Takeover America's Land. On Friday, we will be presenting uh, our, our Wednesday night special this Friday at 5 p.m. It's the COVID blueprint, the next crisis globalists will use to control you. Um, it's clear what it is. We saw it during uh, the World Economic Forum. They're already setting it up. What is it and how do you prepare? That's all on Friday, 5 p.m., a special time uh, this week for our Wednesday night special. And, uh, and I think that's it. We have a big show for you uh, tomorrow that you don't want to miss on radio. We will, uh, we will see you there. And, and we're actually going to be able to broadcast. Even though the weather is supposed to be worse here in Texas, I think we got it down. I think we got it down. Oh, and I have to tell you about my Frontier experience. Oh, they are. They're fabulous. They're just fabulous Internet providers. Tell you about that on tomorrow. And uh, something that really is heavy on my heart, I don't want to expose, but something you have to be aware of. If you're in the fight program.